Oh, I'll let you guys know at 20. All right. Okay, George Floyd. Oh, Let's do clap number three. And we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. We're down a member today, but that's all right. We're going to hold down the fort. Back to the OG crew. Yeah. Remember the conference room days? Well, if it was back to the OG crew, you would, would just be the two of them, I guess. <laughs> me and Sean not, awkwardly. Not OG crew. Not quite the OG. It's just me and Sean awkwardly looking at each other and talking. Yeah. You could feel the love in those older <laughs> episodes. Yeah, you can hear the Lion King going, okay. Um, guys, today we're going to be talking to you about a year later after George Floyd. Is, has the has there been improvements? Has there been... Um, oh God, I don't know. Can you stop it. laughing okay, already? Yeah, yeah. So the answer is no. Yeah. yeah so but we'll tell you why yeah. on this episode. <laughs> Have relationships improved or declined? We're going to talk about that today. Before we do, do all that stuff I always ask you guys to do. Like, share, comment, uh, become a member. Well, before you become a member, subscribe to the channel of free, of of the YouTube and then hit that notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, become a member of FreedomWire. Link should be right over here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Little, Just click on it. Give us your email. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us. Yeah, you probably won't find anyone. The only is is free, except the only requirement is for <laughs> membership is you have to be a patriot. That's all. Yeah, or not. I mean, we should we should have a but, test. But I mean, there should be a test. Well, what year know. was the U.S. Constitution written? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Liberals need not apply. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many? How many? How many amendments to the Bill of Rights? What year was the country founded? If your answer is sixteen nineteen, you are you are immediately you are kicked off the list. Yeah, you're. You're not allowed. Anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. So uh, it's been a year since the George Floyd death. Um, A lot has happened in that year. A lot has happened. We have defunded, and now we are refunding police. Hmm. Um, That works. What else has changed? Uh, There are still riots, especially in Portland. Um, What else is Uh, changed? The crime is Well, yeah, basically that's about it. It seems like the only difference... That we've seen over the year is basically crime has skyrocketed, and that's all that's really changed. I can't think of anything really good. Well, because right now, yeah, both sides of the issue will tell you that nothing has changed, nothing got better. On you know, any anyone who's on the side of you know being opposed to BLM, it's it's not just a straight down the middle of liberal versus conservative. It's you know people on both sides agree or disagree, but that side will tell you that. You know, nothing's better because, look, skyrocketing crime, rioting, uh, people targeting police. This is all, you know, indicative of there being a huge problem. The other side of it, the BLM side, will tell you that, no, of course nothing is better because we haven't ushered in sweeping social reform. We haven't made any major changes to policing, all this stuff, because they can't admit that anything ever changed. Because if things get better, then their narrative falls apart. So essentially what you have here is an entire nation looking on and agreeing nothing got better. Nothing was fixed. Really the only thing that has changed one way or the other is that Derek Chauvin's now in prison. Like, that's that's about it. Right, and that might not even be for long. Yeah. Because uh, there there have been issues with the jury and all kinds of things. Go back to the Juror 52 podcast if you'd like to hear us talk about that. Um, So so there, there, you know... Nothing has changed. It's, it's basically 
we took a year to really look at the the relationship between our police and our communities. And the bottom line is, 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 is it seems that nobody except for the logical has actually looked at the numbers as to see how big of a problem is this murder by cop mm-hmm. um, really, really prevalent in America. And it really isn't. Um, regardless the, of what the left wants to put out there, regardless of what BLM wants to look put out there, the fact remains the statistics scream, scream that there is no institutional racism. That there is, well, there is, there may be inherent racism. I will always say that. I will never say that racism doesn't exist in our country. And it, it does and always will be. But there is no systematic or, um, uh, there's no systematic or, or uh, institutionalized. institutionalized racism. Because that implies it's on paper, that right. it is in the law. Well, there is now because of uh, Well, Biden. Biden. Well, no, no, it yeah. is now. But before we get to that, before yeah. we get to that, well, I, and, and I don't mean... No, I don't, against minorities. I, more, I, I, don't yeah. mean, I mean against anybody, especially when it comes to criminals. Yeah, but crim- the, crim- the criminal law, you know, um, criminal law and policy, there is nothing... Not one law, not one policy that treats one race differently than the other. Um, what I would love for them to do, and that's that's a conversation that needs to be had. The, and like, if there really needs to be changed, the two sides, the police and uh, BLM or anybody that supports BLM, need to sit down and really look at the numbers and say, okay, show us, look at the numbers, look at the laws, look at the policies, show us where... This is racist. Show us. Don't just say you're racist. Don't just say yeah. it's, it's, it's you know there's systematic racism when you can't show me one instance of systematic racism. Well, take Minneapolis for example. Uh, even this year, since uh, murders have skyrocketed, I forgot the percentage. I'm not, I, it's a lot. It's in my article. I already forgot. But we'll have that linked in the description. In, by the way, yeah. But long story short, the only person that has been, uh, only one person has been shot by a cop this year in Minneapolis. Out of all that, so if it's such a problem and they're under Merrick Garland, the attorney general wants to investigate their their police department. So it's not, anyway. But I, I was going to make a comment that uh, I, I think is justified just by looking at the numbers, and it shouldn't be controversial. Is that Black Lives Matter is responsible for the death of a lot of black people? Because there's a lot of cops that are retiring from the force, or if they're on the force, they're very hesitant to take a call to go into a high crime area where there's minorities, and so you're and, saying indirectly responsible. Yes, well, they're not. Yeah, they're not out there, you know, killing people themselves. Though but, there are, the, but though over the last summer, thirty something people were killed mm-hmm. at uh, at these rallies. Uh, yeah. But I was referring more to overall. Right. New York City is skyrocketing. Portland is up two hundred percent or something insane like that. There's been 100 kids that have been shot this year alone in, or 19, excuse me, 19 alone in Minneapolis. Like, you just go through these and numbers. And don't even start on Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah, then that's another Chicago one. Chicago's on fire yeah. in terms of but they always how, how that, for years. It's always been disproportionately high in Chicago, but it's getting worse. And we got to remember that crime was going, from 1994 to 2019, crime and murders had been half, over 50% down. 
across the board, America went from a high. You remember the seventies and eighties, especially the seventies. I think there was a lot of. But crime. that was a racist. That was a ra- it was racist different. crime bill that that made that happen. Ninety four. Right. Who, who supported that crime bill? Who's still you know heavily involved in American Joe politics Biden, today? That, Joe. So so obviously in the nineteen. We're not going to be litigate that right now. But, but I think it is important to say there were some elements of that crime bill that were excellent, and one of them was funding. Police, more police. Yeah, they were. They funded. So Joe Biden running away from the entire crime bill is. It tells you what, what a coward. Hey, come on, he is. man. He was afraid of his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, was, he had to do something but about case it. Case right? in point, you hire more cops. You put them in those high crime neighbor in that in there. That, and and that's mentioned a lot of people that live in those high crime areas want cops around. Can they we, don't ever get to hear them. Can we take a time out before and just kind of do an aside here? Um, how many times do we have to hear racism come out of Joe Biden's mouth until they'll actually believe it? He want, didn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. He, he that that sound clip where he goes, rich kids are just as capable. Uh, black kids, poor kids, no, poor are, kids. Just as, are just no, as smart as white kids. Black kids, black kids are just as capable as as rich kids. No, no as poor kids are just as reverse. smart and capable as white kids. Yeah, poor, okay, yeah, implying yeah, yeah. that all black. Kids were poor. Like, all all white kids Um, do better than all all poor people. Uh, He did that other thing where he he was talking about... Oh, if you're not black, you ain't... No, no, there was another, like, slip up. That one counts, though, too. The fact that we can't even mention... Oh, that one time Biden was racist, and we can throw out multiple examples to try to fill what he's thinking How many times does he have to be racist until people will say, Wow, this guy says a lot of stuff that's pretty friggin' telling of who he is on the inside. Um, he's a racist dude. He always has been. He was mentored by a grand wizard of the KKK. Yeah, Robert Bird. I don't care what they say. Oh, he changed his life. No, he no, didn't. He, he just got better at hiding it. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh. A politician faking being something he's not. Wow. That'd be a first. All right. <laughs> that'd be okay. All right. We're backing up. Yeah. So that that aside actually lets us get into what we were talking about. This is another thing that has changed because we get, did kind of misspeak a little bit when we said nothing has changed because a lot has better. changed in that the United States is now a more racist country than it was a year ago. 100%. It's now just more racist against other groups of people besides people of color. Well, no. It's, it's, well, it's, more, it's more racist against white people Wait, specifically, right. but it's hey. also more racist against a, multiple other groups. And Technically, you, know, it's, you can't be racist against, you know, like Jews, well, per se, because the Jews is, isn't that a, is a, race. a race. It is both um, a race yeah, and a they, they always get, so they just get lumped in with white people. That's, mm. you, I've noticed that. They've made, well, We're also more racist against happen. Asians, yes. in case you didn't realize. Uh, there's, you know, the, this whole thing they want to talk about, this wave of anti-Asian hate crimes largely not being perpetrated by white people. The Asians are not currently victims of white supremacists. They are victims of a movement that for several years now has called Asians white adjacent. They've said that they benefit from proximity to whiteness. They are the most successful racial yeah. group. Asians in outperform white people on on lots of and things. And they get screwed out of, out of like Ivy League schools and yeah. these really they, they have their yeah, yeah, they have their Asian. Which, by the way, Trump's Justice Department took that case up. By the way, but Trump is a, a racist or whatever. He was defending the Asians. His administration remember was like in the Ivy, college admissions. Issue. Ivy League schools have Firm Asian affection. admission quotas. They're only allowed to admit a certain number of Asian students sure. because if they didn't. Asian students would outperform every other demographic across the board by a mile. That's so, we have merit in this country. but then all it takes is one shooting where a few Asian victims were targeted, 
horrible situation. We did a whole podcast on that, but it wasn't even about them being Asian. But a, a white guy with a gun uh, killed a few Asian people, along with white people, but those victims are totally just well, forgotten whatever, about. Whenever it's white, white's killed, yeah. nobody talks about it. And the it. next thing you know, everybody's doing stop Asian Pacific Islander hatred. Well, all we, that had, stuff. we had that shooting in Colorado where uh, uh, a Muslim, uh, I don't know if he was Middle Eastern born, but uh, he, was, he was a Muslim of Middle Eastern descent, shot 10 people in a grocery store. That story disappeared from the news cycle. The moment it came out that he was he was Muslim, anything other than white and really. not white, that story disappeared. What about all the black people that kill white people? Does that not count? I I mean they. I mean I gotta imagine that's gonna be on the rise too because of all this rhetoric that's going on. How evil white people are. Like there's a lot of white people that are killed by black well, people. Well, here's the question: What is the gain by demonizing white people? What justification is, for an agenda? Because well, it's, 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 it's white people demonizing white people. Well, that's the, yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's, so it's, it's never been about race. Like, th- this is the continued push for a socialist, collectivist type mentality. And white people are the convenient scapegoat to blame all of history's evils on. If all of history was written by white people, and white people are evil, then there's no sin in abolishing history and substituting more racially sensitive history like the 1619 Project. If all cultural institutions like schools and churches push white supremacy and, you know, white people are evil, there's no sin in abolishing that and replacing it with a new form of education and a new form of religion. That's exactly what they're doing because that's always been the goal. And I, I contend that politics has become a new religion. Oh, for sure. I, I even wrote an article on that months ago that honestly could stand to be updated because of how cult-like these things have become. But the, the new religion for even otherwise religious people has become politics. Well, it's, 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 on, it's on all sides. It's funny. Is what, did, what did Karl Marx say? That religion is the opiate of the masses? It seems to be that's shifted from religion to television and now politics. Mm-hmm. So politics seems to be the opiate of the masses now. That That's the... Well, I would contend that maybe it wasn't to this, but the left has always viewed everything through politics. Like, we're, we're a lot of years, now we have no choice as conservatives because they made it everything cultural now is politics. But before we just didn't, you know, we actually had lives and stuff and we didn't want to focus everything on politics. But the, everything they see is through the lens of politics. So, everything has become political except for politics because politics have become religious. Where, you know, you can make the fact that you went to Chick-fil-A and got a sandwich a political thing. You can make the movies you you see, the clothes you buy, the, the stores you shop you at, the mask you wear, the car you drive, all of these things are now, for some reason, politically charged decisions. If you fly on an airplane, well, you better make sure that, you know, you weren't flying into Georgia because Georgia doesn't support abortion, and then they also had things relating to election integrity, so you, you can't be going to Georgia. If you're trying to fly Delta, they won't, they won't help you. Or... If you, you know, are trying to pick a store to shop at, it better be a, uh, a company that supports gay rights or else, you know, you're a bigot. But if you try to criticize anything expl- or explicitly political, if you try to talk about politics, we mustn't question the politicians. They, they know better. 
these are our, our leaders, our religious figures who should not be questioned. They're hallowed saints with their sacred writings. Well, what's you're, you're not allowed to talk about politics because that's sacred now. Sainthood is now being betrothed upon uh, George Floyd, this guy who was a career criminal, guy who was high on drugs, yeah. the guy who the, the coroner said the amount of fentanyl in his system contributed to his death, and yet still called it a murder, yeah. um, which is... That's, yeah. He did which, not deserve to be killed that day. But he did. But he didn't deserve. He doesn't deserve to be a saint either. Well, I, here's the thing: is I, I, I even though he, it was seen in a court of law, when you, when the coroner says that the amount of fentanyl was played a role in his death, if he was not on fentanyl, would he have died? Due to uh, the, yeah, how can you be charged with murder? How can you death? be how you So like like so there, yeah. but now he, this guy's a saint. Um, he he's been granted sainthood. We have LeBron James calling him an angel, looking out, Ugh. looking over us. Nancy Pelosi lifting her eyes to heaven, thanking George Floyd okay. for sacrificing his life for the cause of justice. Here. This is religious language being used for somebody wh whose life you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. Like, some a, a lifelong scumbag who died horribly in a way that you know even people who don't support the movement will should have agreed like yeah he didn't deserve to die like that like that that's not something you'd wish on somebody and I, but this isn't a person who lived a good life and let's not forget that again I don't think he should be dead either but the point is if he's a saint then why was he ha why did he have counterfeit money mm -hmm. why was he trying to like just even little stuff like that and why was he resisting arrest like I mean I again I, I want the record to show I don't think he should have been killed but the point is or even put under that stress if he even but the point is that let's not worship this guy like let's not put murals of him up everywhere you know we should have murals of or like martin luther king and frederick douglas those people we should have and we shouldn't be tearing their statues down either like that something he was doing with frederick Douglass. yeah like frederick frederick douglas statue is hero, right? decapitated and thrown in a river yeah because but he's, you but know, george floyd honestly nobody knew who he was yeah, I, I guarantee you that's why. They just saw a statue of a dude, and on that statue, because it was made of metal, you couldn't tell what race he was supposed to be, so they just tore down a statue it, and threw it away. Yeah, and it's not like it was Rodney King where, I mean, that video is pretty disturbing. Like, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Of course, yeah. Rodney King lived. Well, obviously, that's right, the difference. And, and, right. But, I mean, that one was pretty bad. Like, well, and, and, here, but the, and the thing is, is it's, it's put police under a microscope where now they can't even do their jobs correctly out of fear yeah. of, of being the next Derek Chauvin. Every daytime Not talk saying show that Derek Chauvin did his job correctly. No, no, no we, we've all said we think he's a scumbag. Right. We, I, yeah, that guy, that guy's yeah. a scumbag, yeah. and, as, as much of a scumbag as, I mean, all the complaints as George Floyd was. He was a terrible so. cop, for one. He had all right. his complaints. Against it's, it's what happens when two scumbags meet each other and a tragic situation <laughs> unfolds. Yeah. Every time you hear about one of these things, that's mostly how it goes. If you cast your mind back to Trayvon Martin. It's not like George Zimmerman was some paragon of, you know, quality community protection and how to be, you know, an upstanding guy. And his behavior after the fact definitely proved this guy sucks. But Trayvon Martin wasn't that great of a guy either. So when two of these guys get thrown together, this is what happens. It all comes down to optics mm -hmm. and imagery. But now, what, yeah. Whatever imagery is used... That is what mm -hmm. the public believes. But now we're in a scenario where a cop can't do anything without every daytime talk show host chiming in like they're an expert on these things. 
cop shoots somebody, oh, you should have fired a warning shot into the ground. Maybe shoot them in the leg. Maybe shoot the knife out of their hand. Who, the, the, all these things that are spoken by people who have no, qual- no qualifications. Yeah, by the way, to, the shooting in the leg was our brilliant president. Said yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it, you, you, Joe Biden chimes in on shoot him in the leg. Thank you, Joe. And I Thank bring this that. point up every time. Okay, great. A cop fires a gun and hits somebody in the leg. Oops, nicked their femoral, femoral artery, bled out in about two minutes. That's true. What, yeah. what, what, were you, what was your intention there? Like, you, you can kill somebody with something other than a center of mass shot. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Uh, honestly, that's most likely how people bleed out, because they get hit in an artery and they die. But what do all these people have in common, that uh, all these high-profile cases? They the were criminals. resisting arrest. Everybody's and involved they were in resisting a, arrest. Everybody's yeah. involved well, in an altercation. Maybe not all of them were criminals, See, but the they have all resisted right. arrest. I mean, yeah. The, the when, cops only show up when they are called for an altercation or an incident that requires police intervention. The only There's been very few yeah. where it's just somebody minding their own business, harassed by police, and then killed. Well, and in the instances where that happens, it is horrible, and we are on board with stop that from happening. Well, it, it, I, as we close here, you know what I would love to hear? I would love to hear, okay, you know what? We will say their names as long as we also recite the reasons why they were in the situation they were in. And I wanted to say one more thing about racist killings or whatever. Out of all the of the high-profile ones, out of all the ones that have gotten you know, traction, and this one's a, it's not even a cop one, but it's the Ahmad Arbery one. They, there's been testimony that the, the guys were yelling racist stuff and, like, they, you know, those guys, you know, to me, they seem like pieces of crap. Like, why were they going after it? So, like, we're very, that one looked like a racist crime, but all the other ones, like, I'm literally, if you can show me the evidence where this cop, like, even show him, was, we have no evidence the guy was racist. He just, and we, we have no, no evidence that he, he was right. a murderer. Yeah, yeah. There was no premeditation premeditation on it. My point one, the only one that I could see actually being a racist killing was the Ahmad Arbery one. I've seen it, but all the other ones, like we've been talking about, and that wasn't even a cop related one because we're mostly done with the cops. But anyway, long story short, the country is way worse. I think we can all agree. Nothing has changed, but America is worse because we're less safe. That's the end. At the end of the day, that is, I use that, I'm trying to get rid of using that phrase. But uh, we're not, we're worse off. We just are, we're less safe. The this statistics bear it out and if only people predicted that like we all did and wrote articles about it before the, before the crime wave even took off it's yeah. so predict it was so predictable you have le- common sense you have less cops you got more crime and that's that's the bottom line right there you bring it to a close where have we gone from one year since George Floyd we are a more racist less safe more divided country and it's not getting better anytime soon right and there and there's and there's no actual evidence of anything they've said. There's not a way to conclude There's this because to, this yeah. is all still ongoing. This, and maybe this that's, is where the, that's the, where the ultimate stay. goal. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you like what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agree with what you heard. If you did, do all that stuff I asked you to in the beginning. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll keep bringing you guys quality content as we fight the liptocracy. All right, boys. Think we're good? Anybody have yeah, it? Yeah, well, I was going to say real quickly, this is our last podcast before Memorial Day, so everybody, uh, think of our, the people that gave the ultimate sacrifice and those that have served for us, but especially the ones that gave Memorial Day is for the ones that did give their lives, especially for them. But, of course, obviously, you always think the vets that are serving now and have served, but just to keep them in mind. We're actually supposed to have a National Day of Silence at 3, or, or, a, moment of, or a minute of silence at 3 o'clock, unfortunately, 
lot, a lot of people don't know that. So just if you're around, you got time to you know do that. So there you go. Thanks to all those that serve. Yeah, and I'll uh, throw in a reminder. Make sure you check the links in the description below for articles, other podcasts. We mentioned a few things down there. We'll have some other bonus reading material if you want to stay informed. Uh, also, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are pretty much on every platform where you go to get your listening material now. So head on over there, search for us, the Freedom Wire Podcast. Give us a like, give us a download, follow along, make sure you catch every episode. We get these up at the same time they're on YouTube. And uh, yeah, audio-only versions help us escape YouTube that doesn't really like us. We talk about issues that YouTube would like to keep silent. So if you want to make sure you don't miss it, make sure to go over there as well. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Stay free, America. God bless you guys. And see.